Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1284. Seven Tips for a Better Night's Sleep, part one, by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. And I'm your narrator, Dr. Neil. Happy Monday and welcome back to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness, just like an audiobook. Now we have a bunch of shows where we do this. Just search for Optimal Living Daily to find all of them. And he's probably going to be super embarrassed, but I want to wish my brother Justin, yes, the same Justin of Optimal Living Daily, a very happy birthday. All right, now today's post is a bit longer than what I typically narrate, so I'll read the first half today and finish it up for you tomorrow. And so with that, let's wish Justin a happy birthday and get to part one as we optimize your life. Seven Tips for a Better Night's Sleep, part one, by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. I've always thought that one of the cruelest things about chronic fatigue syndrome was the sleep disturbances that came along with it. I mean, really? I'm exhausted, brain fried, and achy, and all I want is to fall into a long, deep slumber. And that's exactly what this illness prevents me from doing. Ever since getting sick over six years ago, I've struggled to get a good night's rest, and I know that it's one of the most important factors in how I feel every day and my overall healing trajectory. And so sleep has become a serious passion. Okay, maybe obsession of mine. And I'm always on a quest for ways to improve upon my Zs. The thing is, it's not just those of us with chronic fatigue syndrome who are struggling with sleep every night. It's estimated that almost 50% of Americans have some form of sleep dysfunction, like occasional or chronic insomnia trouble falling asleep, and trouble staying asleep. Stress, overstimulation from our environments, and pain can keep you from getting the nourishing rest your body and brain need. So, no matter if you are dealing with a chronic disease, severe pain, an overactive mind, or just can't seem to get into a good nightly routine, this post is for you. Over the years, I've gathered a handful of techniques that have worked for me. 
implementing them regularly has helped me get deeper and more refreshing sleep, which has kept my symptoms under better control and helped me heal. So without further ado, here are my top seven tips for sleep. One, black it and block it. There was a time where I needed some kind of light on in order to sleep. When I was extremely sick and dizzy, I needed some kind of light on in order to sleep. But moving on from that, I realized that I slept more soundly in a dark room. And I mean really dark. Not just shut the cheap mini blinds kind of dark. I invested in thick thermal drapes that completely covered my windows, made sure electronic lights were masked, and even grabbed a pair of soft cotton shorts that I used to cover my eyes when even the tiniest amount of morning light would peek through. Our brains are finely tuned to be awake when it's light. So, for the maximal restorative effect, block out as much light as you can in your sleeping space. If you can tolerate a sleep mask, go for it. Otherwise, look into thick drapes, a roller shade, or a do-it-yourself window covering. Also, take a look around at electronic lights, clocks, speakers, sound machines, aquariums, chargers, etc. These little bits of bright artificial light can mess up your sleep too. And while we're on the subject, tip number two, cut the blue light. Perhaps you've read in the news or elsewhere that our electronic habits are messing with our sleep because of the blue wavelengths of light they emit. In fact, I think it's so important, I wrote an entire blog about it a while back. The thing is, that blue light that comes from your smartphone, your tablet, your TV, and your e-reader is telling your brain to halt melatonin production. And this valuable hormone is crucial for getting to sleep and staying on a healthy sleep schedule. So if you're able, power down your electronics at least one hour before bedtime. And if you're hooked to your Kindle like I am, invest in some amber-colored goggles or a blue-blocking film for your screen. Give yourself at least a few days to experiment with this and give your brain time to readjust its melatonin levels. Trust me, it'll be worth it when you wake up rested. Three, halt the stimulants. Confession, I love coffee. Love the smell, love the taste, love the way it fits into my mornings perfectly and gives me a boost to get my work done, but I haven't had a sip of it in months. Why? Because it seriously messes with my sleeping. Even a half-calf drink leaves me awake for several hours past my usual bedtime. I've always been sensitive to caffeine, but it's gotten more apparent as I've changed my diet and cleaned things up even more. So for now, I'm going sans coffee in the mornings to give my body a fighting chance at a solid night's sleep. If you are a heavy caffeine user, try cutting back a little bit for a week or so and see how you sleep differently. Or if you're brave, go for a full caffeine detox for two to three weeks. Regardless, it's always good to stop taking in any stimulants by mid-afternoon. These compounds stay in your system for a long time, so don't assume that your morning cup will be flushed out by the evening. Tip number four. Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Seven Tips for a Better Night's Sleep by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. 
Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Melanie's poetic description of how coffee makes her feel is definitely something I can relate to. I professed my love for coffee on this show just last week. But like Melanie, I too realized that I'm sensitive to caffeine's effects. In fact, more than two cups of coffee and I can't fall asleep at night. A cup of coffee in the afternoon is absolutely out of the question. On the other hand, I don't seem to be as sensitive to light. So the -the run-of-the-mill blinds in my bedroom seem to be fine for now. When it comes to blue light exposure, until we know for sure, I would just assume that we are all sensitive to blue light. This is because the potential benefits of avoiding blue light before bed likely outweighs any harms of avoiding it. Said another way, avoiding exposure to blue light before bed is more likely to help you, not harm you. On my phone, unless I'm watching the latest Batman trailer, I always keep the blue light filter on. Trailers for Batman movies are always so dark, it's hard to see what's going on half the time. Anywho, before I go on a rant about that, when I'm not watching a Batman trailer, you can guarantee that the blue light filter on my phone is on. And I'll be honest, at first the screen definitely looks more orange, but after a couple of days, you don't even notice it anymore. It's so worth it. Sleep well. All right, that should do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. I'll be back here tomorrow to finish up this post. And before I go, wishing my brother Justin again a very happy birthday. But I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.